You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hey, folks. Uh, welcome to Domain Masters. Uh, this is Monty Khan, your host. And uh, coming up in a little bit, we're going to uh, do an interview with Heidi Richards, who is the CEO and founder of the Women's E-Commerce Association International. Um, this is uh, an organization that she built uh, um, with helping women get onto the web and be successful business uh, folks on the web. And as we all know, um, lots of women use the web every day, but you don't hear too many about uh, the industry leaders and the, and the women running the businesses on the web. And uh, Heidi's going to talk to us a little bit about that. Uh, she's written about eight books and uh, was just named uh, the top named in the top 50 virtual women shaping the Internet for 2005 by the International Virtual Women's Chamber of Commerce. Also, we're going to have Ron Jackson on uh, at about 7.30, 7.45, to uh, talk about uh, Banner Week and domain sales. Uh, a couple domain names, uh, well, one in particular, sold for $1.4 million. And uh, talk about what's going on uh, with some of the sales that are happening out on the web and uh, some of the uh, identifiers for um, valuing some of the domain names that are um, selling for a lot of money. So stay tuned. We're going to break away for a couple commercials and be right back with Heidi Richards. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's 
SBOTW.org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. BOTW.org. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the show. Uh, again, this is Monty Khan, your host. Uh, my first guest tonight uh, is Heidi Richards. Um, and as I mentioned before, uh, she founded uh, the organization uh, called Women's um, uh, E-Commerce Association International. Um, a couple of my uh, folks happened to have uh, the pleasure of meeting her at a, uh, at a, um, a conference here in town in Fort Lauderdale. And um, she's written a, a, about eight books, it looks like, and has been a very successful businesswoman on the web. And we're going to talk to her about what's, uh, what's going on uh, with women on the web. Uh, Heidi, you on board? Yes, I am, Monty. Hi, well, welcome uh, to Domain Masters. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, I understand uh, that you also, uh, from time to time, uh, do a radio show, or you're on, uh, on a radio show every once now and then? Well, we do what's called wireside chat, so we invite women to participate, similar to teleconferences, but we do audio tape them and upload them to the site, so that they then become perhaps a radio program. That's in the future. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, perhaps I'll put you in touch with the folks at uh, webmasterradio.fm. Uh, uh, Thank you. They do a very good job of, uh, of uh, broadcasting these shows, and you can have them all podcasted and uh, archived and everything. It's good. Wonderful, thank you. So anyway, um, um, I uh, read your bio, and it's, uh, it looks very, very interesting. I'm glad I have you on as a guest tonight. Um, and um, Victor Pitts, uh, my sales manager, I had the pleasure of meeting you, I guess, a couple weeks ago at one of the, at one of the conferences here in town. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about your background and how you um, founded this organization and your experience in business and kind of what your mission is. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's a lot of, lot of stuff. Well, um, I'll tell you what motivated me to start the organization. Um, a few years ago, I was attending a program, uh, Minority and Women Business Enterprise Program through Broward County, and the keynote speaker was a gentleman who had founded the African American Inter- Association of Internet Entrepreneurs. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, geez, why don't we have a women's group like that? So I sat there, and I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm not listening to a word the man's saying, unfortunately. I'm sitting there writing the business plan for this, and that was in 1999. Yeah. I didn't do anything about it, though, I want you to know. And, and it wasn't until 2002 when I had the pleasure of speaking in Egypt, and it was my very first speaking engagement outside of the United States, and I was speaking about marketing, which is what most of my books are about. Right. And I met some fabulous women, and one of them was a woman from Portugal, and her and I got to talking, and we were talking about putting together a group of women who, because there was about 50, 60 women from all over the world, Istanbul, Turkey, uh, Egypt, Cape Verde, all, just all over the world. And so we, we wanted to stay connected, but we were you know, kind of at the cusp of learning about the Internet, and we wanted to learn more. And so we talked about doing this, and then nothing really happened. And in 2003, I just I was in a um, mastermind group, and it was my turn to speak. And they said, "Well, you have to talk about a challenge or a problem or something you're starting." Mm-hmm. And that's when I gave them the business plan. So that's pretty much how it started. That, and I just love to learn about things. And this is just there's so much to learn. I'll never be bored. Right, right, and uh, and there's no other. Um, I mean, are there any other organizations like this that you know of? Or well, um... there's a number of. 
internet or virtual organizations for women out there. Yes, there are. Uh, I will say this, having done a lot of research in the last three years, a lot of them call themselves international. However, most of them are U.S.-based, or they might be U.K.-based, or they might be based in another country, and the majority of their members will be from there, and they may have a couple of members from here and there, where we have over 700 members representing 44 countries. Oh, and wow, that's great. It is. I'm very excited. My, my goal is obviously to be much larger than that, um, but it's not all about size. It's really about, you know, what we can offer the women. So I want to truly, first of all, be what the term international to me means is international. It means, you know, having a presence everywhere. And so uh, different than the other groups, I think that we are really fulfilling that international part of our name. Right, right. So that's that's obviously part of the mission. Uh, what's what's the rest the rest of the mission? Well, our mission is is just really simply to help women do business on the web, and we do that by promoting um, women personally and professionally. We want to provide them opportunities for development um, to learn about the web it, through networking, through some of the programs that we offer. Um, we want to help them connect online. We want to teach them how to run e-businesses, right? And um, and those are, you know, and it can be educational networking programs online or in person. Right now, this is an interesting topic because, um, you know, I I don't know the exact stats. Perhaps you can enlighten the audience a little bit. But um, more women use the web than men. Well, I yeah. read an interesting article about a year ago that Internet Today had done, and they had compiled their information from several resources, and unfortunately. There's no real hard statistics about the Internet worldwide. There's a lot of United States and Canada statistics, because I guess they're more easily um, gathered. Uh, so in, so United States and Canada, more, a year ago, more than 53% of the Internet users were women. That number has jumped significantly to over 60%. And, and I think one of the reasons is, and this is just a very personal opinion, so please, men out there, don't take this wrong, but I think that men tend to delegate and women tend to investigate. And that, that's, I, that's the truth. <laughs> and by that I mean... <laughs> There's no offense taken on that. <laughs> good, but by that I mean that if you're a man who owns a, a website or is looking for something and you have a person that you can delegate that responsibility to, rather than doing it yourself, because men are much smarter than women in a lot of ways. They know their time is more valuable. They know that they can pay someone to do research rather than doing it themselves. Be, and, and I think women are finally learning this. I know that was a big struggle I had when I first started was how much of this am I going to do myself and how much am I going to pay for, you know. Right. And, and I've learned um, that, that you just, you can't do it all. First of all, there are people, for all the time that I have spent in developing this website, and I haven't done it alone, I've hired people, and we can get into that as well. Um, for what I've learned, the, the, probably the biggest lesson I've learned is that my time really is more valuable. And people, when they say, oh, my gosh, it takes $10,000 to develop a website, well, yes, if you consider the number of hours you spend a day, a week, and a month in doing the research and learning all of this, I would, if I had it to do over, if I had the money, I would have hired someone to do the majority of the work. Right, right. However, saying, having said that, I'm very glad I didn't because now I have the knowledge that I can help other women and show them ways to, to cut their learning curve by either hiring somebody. There, I know what's good to do yourself now, and I know what's good to hire out. 
And, and web design, I think, is really important. You have to hire people who know it. Right, right. And, and web design is, is, you know, the analogy of web design is really uh, kind of like, uh, you know, a, 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 um, an interior designer. You know, it's really specific to the individual user. Right. Um, so as a company, it's also a very hard service to provide um, because everybody wants their own little look and feel. Um, so although, you know, just as an example, we provide web hosting and the, and the foundation platform for web hosting and email and domain names and all that stuff, and have chosen on purpose not to provide um, web hosting, I mean web uh, design, because it's very labor-intensive and it's, uh, it's very specific to a user's needs and it can change constantly and, you know, it's hard to provide that. So it's good that you're giving advice on that because in uh, helping women get through those um, hurdles of, you know, how to set this up, what's easy, what's the easy steps, you know, what you've learned from your experience. Thank you, Mark. To, to do that. Yeah. And so, you know, what, what I, you know, there are obviously a lot of powerful women running um, a lot of e-commerce businesses, but where do you see this going now, you know, from over the next 12 months to five years in terms of women really being leaders in e-commerce and, and running successful e-commerce sites? Well, you know, the leaders are out there. I mean, if you look at uh, eBay, for instance, right. and, and uh, Megan Whitman, I mean, she went from, and I'm a, I'm a florist by trade. I've been a florist for 25 years, and Megan was a, the past president of FTD. And so I knew her through the association of FTD, uh, which is the, the service that sends flowers worldwide um, as a member of that organization. And so there are a lot of women who are really involved, and you may not, they may not be the front runners. You may not see their names or anything, but I do a lot of research. Every single day I'm looking for women who either have some hand in the content of a website, the development of a website, anything to do with anything related to, to e-commerce, whether it be the person that's developing the affiliate programs or whatever it happens to be. And I'm very happily surprised to find there are a lot of women doing that. The women who started Zoomerang, there were two women, Dana Mead and Paula Rivers. And Zoomerang is a, an online survey tool. And I was looking, because I do a program called Wireside Chats, and we do three or four interviews a month mm-hmm. with women. And, so, and we've had a couple men on, so don't, you know, don't think that we don't allow men. <laughs> we have men who are members, as a matter of fact, because men, men know that you know, women make most of the buying decisions, so they want to network with women. And one of, the, one of the things that I've learned is I really, if I can find a woman who could show other women how to do it, we're role models for one another. So this is, this is my real goal is to find the women who can give the information. Now, there are a lot of wonderful men out there who give great information. Jay Berkowitz was one of my early guests, and he wrote the 10 Golden Rules for Online Marketing. Right, and he, he's also our marketing director. I love him. Yeah. He is just a brilliant, brilliant young man. And so, because he's so brilliant, it didn't matter that he was a man. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I really knew that he had information my members needed to know. Right, right. And so, you know, that's, that's really, you know, it's funny because you can't always have, if there's a, a woman out there who can give the same information, I would probably opt for a woman. But because I knew Jay personally and because I know the quality of the information that he gives, it was much more important to me because my members need to learn. Yeah, well, that's that's great. So, so how are you finding your members? Well, um, interestingly, now I'm doing a lot through social networking sites. I belong to several, like Rise and Meetup and Max in Common, LinkedIn. Um, I could name dozens of them. Originally, I just was surfing the net. I was reading. I read. 
I subscribe to 30-plus magazines. A lot of them are Internet-related. I, I belong to eContent, CIO, and then, of course, there's Fast Company, Entrepreneur, and all of those other magazines. Uh, and when I read about a woman who's doing something either online or successful and has a website, I'll go to the website, I'll do a little research on her, and then I'll give her a call or I'll email her and ask her if I can first interview her or invite her to join the organization. And then I ask them to refer others to me. So that's a very slow, labor-intensive process, but this way we get the kind of members that really can use what we have to offer. Right. Not only that, but I'm sure you're looking for members that can also share um, successes and, and teach you're, you know, you you want to, you know, like a good CEO, you want to hire people that are that are sometimes better than you in, in many things, and and you know, and manage that process. You probably want women who have been extremely successful um, to be part of your organization, so they can share their success stories and help other women learn. Oh, absolutely! And I learned that lesson you just mentioned by from a man, because right. he told me that you hire someone, you hire, surround yourself and hire people who are smarter than you in areas that you don't know about. And let them do the work. And that is so true because you can't, none of us, and especially with the Internet, none of us can know everything. Right. You know, some of the other things we do is a lot of SEO. I write lots of articles, and I, I submit articles, so probably to two, 300 online um, places. I do a lot of, um, and then we just recently started doing some pay-per-click, and we're testing that right now to see. We're testing it for two reasons, to, to give a report to our members to see if it might be beneficial, to see what, What's working in pay-per-click because we're an association and it might be different than a than a retail or an e-tail outlet. Um, and it's being right now. It's very successful. We're finding our numbers are have really gone up tremendously since we started doing. And you know, you know how everything is with with marketing. It's it's a combination of things. There is no one. If there was one thing that worked. That's all we'd be doing. But it's, I think it's a combination of all those things right? and right. more. I haven't done everything. There's a lot of other things I have planned. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, we find the same things. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm one of the few, uh, you know, CEOs that participate on, on, uh, in, in the forums in our industry. Uh, it's amazing to me that other, other CEOs aren't in tune with their customers that way. And we get a lot of business, and a lot of them are, you know, in the chat room tonight and, uh, and listening to the show as a result of that. And it's important that, um, you know, you, you get your business from being present, listening to your customers, and, uh, and um, you know, um, building your products and services around their needs and wants. Oh, yeah. Basically. So, um, you know, you, getting, getting customers from, you know, the forums and, the, and, and submitting your articles and getting your, your names out in the public and all that stuff uh, and, and your organization out in the public uh, will definitely help you. That's for sure. Yes. I That's agree. for sure. So um, uh, what, what are some of the plans or future plans for your organization? And, um, um, you know, how, how do you see it growing? And, well, why, why, I guess getting back to my other question about having, you know, some of the top business leaders in your, in your organization, who are some of the top um, business women that you have uh, in the organization that we might know? Well, um, Michelle Manfee, Manfee is the editor of uh, eContent magazine. Toby Bloomberg uh, has Bloomberg Marketing, and she's uh, participated in, in several books as a co-author, and she started Blog Her. She's, a, she's a, probably, I would call her a blog expert. Um, those are two women that come to mind. There are women internationally that you would never heard of, women women. ForWomen.com is run by a lady named Shirley Caldwell out of the U.K., and that's a very big organization in the U.K., and she's a Global Lifetime member. 
uh, Giselle Rufer is in um, Switzerland, and she has a company called Delance, and she makes uh, custom watches for women, and she's really big. I mean, everybody over in Europe knows these two women. Oh, cool. So we have, you know, I really have done a lot of research. I go online every single day, and I spend a good hour, and I and I don't just look for United women in the United States, although if they find me, I'm thrilled because they have a great circle. You know, that six degrees of, inter, of um, separation. I say, who do you know in, in Japan? And I found a great woman who's on my board, Fule Ni, from Japan, and she's an image consultant. And I found her through another member who was in, um, I think it was Spain or Chile, I can't recall. And so, you know, I use the people that we have, and, and these are women that you may not have heard of in America, in the United States or Canada, but they're very, very well known in their own country. Daisy Wright has a career consulting company in Canada, and she's on my board. And uh, I found her just uh, through another women's association in Canada. Right. And I contacted her. I said, you know, I'm interested in what you're doing. I think you could help my members, and would you be interested in writing some articles uh, for our members? And that's how it started. And then we got to know one another, and I, I offered her a position on the board because I really didn't have anybody in Canada. I had two other women from Canada who had contacted me, but they didn't have strong resumes, and I felt it was important that these women have a large um, network. Now, not all of them do. You know, I want to also open up opportunities for women. Um, out there, but it's important if you're growing an organization that you that you you grow it. The only way you can grow it exponentially is using other people's resources. Right. You can't right. Do it all. I mean, I don't know that. I know probably maybe five thousand people now <laughs> from my from just just surf, maybe more, but it's still not enough. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, it's gonna it's gonna happen though. I mean, it's gonna as the word spreads, you're gonna it's gonna exponentially get bigger, and you're gonna have more uh, interested in joining. So, I, so I assume that you're that you're opening up chapters in in various communities or in in these various countries so that they can grow this organization um, virally um, and domestically, uh, you know, through their own you know their own networks as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have plans to start six chapters in the next year plus. Um, the next two chapters will be in New York and Spain. I already have my chapter leaders for those two organizations. Uh, we're talking to someone in Colorado who's on my board who wants to start a chapter. Uh, I have a woman in Brazil who's actually coming on board, um, Caroline Caruso. She'll be on she'll be on the board uh, somewhere around October 1st, and she wants to start a chapter in Brazil. And then, you know, others in the United States and then Canada, of course. So, yeah, we have plans, you know. And the thing is, it's it's teaching them how to do it that so they don't have a lot of work involved. It, you, I don't want this to be a a business for people where they have to spend all of their time. So right, I'm, and not I'm, a burden. You want it to be right. you know you want it to be a benefit. And right. and and what what are some of the benefits of of belonging to the organization currently? Well, could I get back to your um, your question about the plans because I think that'll kind of answer your question about the benefits. Sure, too. sure. One of the things, well, we're we're working on a couple of things. One of the things is an affiliate program where members can refer other members and earn money or points or membership higher levels of membership. We haven't exactly defined it 100%, but we're listening to our members. We're surveying them to find out what they really want. And some want money. Some want to be members at the global lifetime level, and they maybe can't afford the $247 fee, but they can refer 100 people and then earn it, or however many people it would end up being. Right. Um, So that's one way. We're uh, starting a blog very shortly, as well as we're going to be offering blogs for free 
to our members. Now, I know there's a lot of blogs out there for free, but this will language is, by the way, free because to grow an organization, you can't, some people can't afford it. And I don't want to make it a hindrance that if you want to be a member, that you can't join because you can't afford it. So we offer a basic level membership, which is free, and then we have other levels, which are very reasonable. Uh, we, of course, want to do a radio program at some point. We do the teleseminars now. We're, we have plans for webinars. We're doing a kind of an interesting program right now called an, it's an e-book where you can be a part of an anthology or a co-author in a book, and we're inviting our members to participate by submitting chapters. Now, will everybody get in there? No, because we want it to be a quality book. It's going to be all about promoting your business online and offline. So that's the kind of articles we're looking for. And basic members can submit one article, and if you're a higher level, you might be able to submit three, and they will become chapters in the book. And we're looking for it to be a real content-rich e-book of at least 200 pages. I don't want it to be one of those e-books that is like 30, 40 pages, and these people call it a book. I think that's more like a booklet or a guide or an information guide. That's just my definition of a book. Right. And the most exciting thing we're starting, and I'm working with a woman in Miami who's a software developer and a woman who's on my board, Tina Cardi, who has a company called Easy Learning. Um, they're both e-learning professionals, and so we're working together to create a certification program for e-commerce. And that's probably the most exciting because I think that that's what's going to give the organization the the credibility and the leverage in the minds of other people. You know, because all major organizations that are of any, I think, value offer a certification program in the in the um, in the area of expertise that their members are in. I know I'm a master designer. I've taken all the courses in just about every organization to become certified in one one area or another. So I know how important it is to me. So I'm figuring it's probably going to be important to a, a percentage of our members. Right. So those are kind of, those would be what I would consider benefits. And some of the other benefits, of course, would be, you know, the networking, um, the e- all the e-learning to me. Right. And I'm, you know what you ought to plan on doing? I mean, you probably already have plans for this, but, uh, you know, of course, your annual gatherings or, or however you guys, you know, however you will get together and then having a, a heck of a lineup of uh, you know important people on the web to speak and and uh, you know a lot of conferences do this obviously and have uh, people come in um, to speak about their successes and learn about how they got started and and uh, each one of your members will will learn from that and and be able to network at those events you know at those gatherings. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Monty, because we do have an uh, annual congress coming up. It'll be our first World Congress, and it's actually taking place in the Azores. June 7th through the 9th. Oh, wow. And we've already got half of our speakers. And um, we're still, we're out there still, you know, we have a lot of uh, calls for presentation out there. And, you know, some of them are not the, what we're looking for. But, you know, people submit things in hopes that, you know, maybe they'll get chosen. But we really, we have a certain um, learning that we want our members to do. And it isn't all about e-commerce. You know, it has to do with networking. It has to do with having fun and, and the social part of it. So we're going to be, be doing a cooking class. We have a, I have an, a, a world-renowned artist from Europe is going to be there teaching art on a hillside near a volcano. Well, I mean, we're going to have some really cool things in addition. And I know all Congresses have that, so don't, don't, I don't think it's... Oh, yeah, but, but, you know, a lot of the business is actually done on the social, uh, on the social events versus uh, at, the, you know, at the main events anyway. You know, you get to know people and build relationships, and that's when you, that's when you earn people's trust and get their business. Oh, yeah. And so you'll, you'll have a lot of... Uh, 
you know, when you put this on, you'll have a lot of um, success stories that you that you'll hear about from your members because they met they met this person or met that person um, and uh, decided to start doing business with them. Yeah, and that's my that's what I'm so excited for. I can hardly wait for June because I think it's it's just so exciting to know that these women are going to come together, many of them for the first time. And men, too. I have three or four men who've submitted proposals that were quite good. A man named John Nyland, he's a career uh, coach in the U.K., and he, he's just a brilliant man. And so, of course, I, I accepted his proposal. But there are, And there are other men who've made proposals. We're just kind of looking at them and seeing if there are women who might be able to offer the same thing. So I don't... I don't want to exclude men. I want right. to know we don't discriminate at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, well yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're not. Hey, I had a, 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 one of the chat uh, room folks uh, asked a, a pretty interesting question. Uh, ha, is there any kind of um, discrimination that you see, um, not only to women, but from the e-commerce side, that you think that's gender-based? Um, I'm not sure what that means. Well, you know, if, if, if the Internet's run, you know, primarily by men, um, do you find it, do you find any issues with the user friendliness of sites uh, regarding e-commerce? Um, you know that, you know maybe aren't, uh, you know maybe aren't uh, friendly to women or from a gender-based perspective. I'm just curious if you've well, ever heard of that. I really haven't, but then again, I I haven't come across sites like that. I'm really looking at sites that are. Um, focusing on women. So if I were going to a site that wasn't focusing on women, that would be the choice of the site anyway, because maybe they're focusing on people in general, which is fine. And, um, you know, it's, it's all about niche marketing, obviously. Right. So if, if a, a site that is uh, owned by a man is not focusing on women in particular, but focusing more on the, the uh, not focusing on a gender specifically, let's put it that way, you know, I'd I don't see anything wrong with that if he knows what his niche is and he's, you know, right. successful. Well, but if, I don't, if I haven't 60% seen percent of the Internet users are women, you better focus uh, your attention to uh, to women on the web oh, yeah. and, and get them to be your customers, that's for sure, because they're they're doing primarily, the like you said, the research, the buying, the they're spending the most time on, on the web as it is, so uh, you want to definitely attract them. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, have, I read an interesting article. Um, someone wrote an editorial about Pink Magazine, and, and the woman who, who submitted the editorial was a little bit miffed about the fact that they chose pink. She said, that's typecasting, that's gender bias, and you're keep putting people, women back 50 years because if you think pink, you're thinking women. You know, now I have a totally different perspective on that because I happen to know what the meanings of colors are from a floral standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking what, at what, it. What does pink mean? Well, pink is a, is a very um, innocent, approachable color. For instance, if a woman is wearing pink, a man feels safe around her. He, they think she's kind of maybe shy, demure, but sexy. Okay? Oh. So, so, and that's not, I'm just, this is generalities, by the way. I wrote an article. No, but that's, in, that's interesting because uh, as a florist, you know, you, I guess that's a, that's a, you get a different perspective because, yeah. you know, there's different colors, roses and all that. I always wondered what the meanings were. Well, and you know, and you can go to my website, EdenFlorist.com, and you can look at the different meanings of the colors. But I'll, I will tell you about the story with Weekai when we were choosing colors. First of all, we didn't want it to look like an American website, although we knew it was based in America. So we didn't. We tried not to pick red, white, and blue. We also, even though we're geared toward women, we tried not to pick pinks and purples, which is what a lot of women's sites have. So we picked the burgundies and and the and the navies because they they tend to have a higher perception of intellect. 
Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want. We want it to be a teaching, a, a, a knowledge-building site. So, it, you know, and, and I think that there's been hundreds of studies done like this, and I'm not the expert on this. I, I only know the little bit of research that I did when we were developing the site. And I went to a lot of sites, and by the way, I did go to a lot of sites that were run by men. And um, I liked the way they were very clean and very easy to maneuver, and, the, and they didn't have a lot of fluff, which some of the women's sites or sites that are geared toward women, I find sometimes to be a little confusing. Right, um, right. So, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that that there's any gender bias, let's put it. I don't know if I've even answered the question. <laughs> well, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting comment because, uh, you know, colors do have meanings, and so, yeah. uh, um, you know, it was, in, it was just an interesting side, top, you know, side topic, that's all. Yeah. Great well, great. Um, well, um, it sounds like a great how, – how do people learn more about the organization and how can they contact you? Uh, they can go to www.wecai.org. And WECAI stands for Women's E-Commerce Association International. They can contact uh, me, Heidi, at WECAI.org. They can contact my partner, who's also the web designer and the real brains behind the organization, Susanna Richards, who happens to be my youngest daughter. And uh, we went into partners when I realized she knew a heck of a lot more about the Internet than I did. Oh, wow. You know, I'm the marketing. The the mother and daughter team. Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm the marketing expert, but when it comes to anything Internet, she, if she can't do it, she can find out where and how. And it's just been, it, without her, I never would have done Week High, I right. can be honest. Or at least we wouldn't be at the level we're at now. Or I would have paid a lot more money, <laughs> let's put it that way. Right. So you can contact uh, myself or Susanna. If you have uh, web, internet-based questions, uh, she might be a better resource than I am. And that's Susanna at WeekHigh.org. Great. Well, I know uh, I know that we'll be in touch with you as well because I think we can help out your organization uh, for the domain names and web hosting side of things, and actually help you with your online uh, your online advertising and all that kind of stuff too. So I know Victor will be in touch with you about that as well. And you guys have been great. I've really enjoyed meeting Victor. He's been very helpful. My members love him. So thank you very much for all you do. Thanks for supporting us. Oh, definitely. And it was a pleasure having you on. And uh, I'd like to see uh, a lot more women become uh, leaders in e-commerce. Myself, uh, matter of fact, just to, just as a side note, uh, one of the uh, most dynamic uh, women that uh, that I work with, uh, um, who who owns her own business, uh, also is uh, the owner of um, Monster Commerce, and uh, they just bought a domain name from a shoppingcart.com um, oh, wonderful. for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they're one of the leading e-commerce sites uh, on the web, and that's uh, Stephanie Leffler. They're also a, um, a, a sponsor on this network and uh, and do advertising and all kinds of stuff. So uh, she's a she's a really good businesswoman too. So I like working with her as well. Wonderful. I think I'll give her a call and see if she'd like to be in. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll actually refer her uh, over Thank to you. you. I think it's a good idea. She's uh, she's based in St. Louis. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Monty. Hey, I thanks for uh, being on the show, and I look forward uh, to working with you and, uh, and speaking with you again. Okay, great. Thanks okay. a lot. Okay, Bye-bye. thank you. Okay, folks, uh, stay tuned. We're just going to break for a quick commercial and be on with Ron Jackson and talk about uh, a killer week for domain sales and uh, talk about what's going on in the domain industry. Uh, stay tuned. The innovative services of Load.com help you easily maximize your business and bottom line. Since 1999, Load.com has offered premium web applications and business solutions for companies worldwide. Set up business and private mailboxes. Track marketing and website traffic. And assure a professional 
design for your website with Load's email, web stats, and DNS services. Save time. Save money. Load is your reliable source for professional web applications and business solutions. Visit Load.com. That's L-O-A-D.com and get loaded today. So they got pretty good food here, huh? huh? Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pencil salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the show, and uh, thanks again to Heidi Richards. Uh, that was interesting, um, um, interesting interview and a uh, pretty uh, wonderful organization she started. And um, I know uh, a lot of uh, women uh, should be taking more of a presence on the web, especially uh, having websites that do business in e-commerce. So uh, I'm sure her organization will help out. Uh, Ron Jackson is on board. You're on, Ron? I'm here. Wow, what a week, huh? Pretty amazing. You know, I'm sitting here just thinking that um, October starts on Saturday, and I'm still waiting for the summer slump to start that everyone's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we blew right through the uh, summer slump, even with the hurricanes and everything. It's really been amazing. <laughs> One thing we pointed out in the uh, sales column last night was that uh, as recently as a year ago, having six-figure sales was something of a rarity. But now here we are in the middle of summer, or we are through the middle of summer to this point in time. We've had six consecutive weeks where we've had at least one and sometimes multiple six-figure or higher sales reported each week. So it's it's really been phenomenal to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, as um, I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but I had... Uh... Andrew uh, Miller on and uh, and Zappy uh, from uh, the Internet Real Estate Group, the the focus, uh, the guys that you focused in your um, your cover story for September, right? And um, you know the the truth is is that there's much larger transactions going on that are not reported, as you know, and uh, we have that issue as well. We can't report uh, the majority of the sales that we make, so um, this is a, a good trend, and uh, we're definitely seeing um, uh, the values of domain names come out and shine. Incidentally, I heard a lot of great feedback about your show last week. I happened to be out, and I was waiting for it to get posted in your archive and meant to check that today. Is that up yet? Yeah, yeah, it's up. It's up. It was. Uh, I had them put that up uh, right away because it was a really good show. It actually ran over about 18, 20 minutes uh, after it was supposed to uh, because it just uh, it was really good. We didn't even get to cover uh, all the stuff I wanted to, but uh, they're really two dynamic, uh, two dynamic guys, and uh, definitely have bought and sold and developed uh, some of the most successful websites and domain names uh, in history. So it was uh, really cool to have them on. I can't wait to hear that. As soon as I get off tonight, I'll probably hit your uh, archive then and bring that up. Yeah, definitely. So um, tell us a little bit about this uh, this three letter dot com sale. What you learned uh, from uh, speaking with the folks. Well, that was the big one this past week. Of course, we're talking about VIP dot com, which was brought uh, bought by Leisure and Gaming, which is a uh, British betting site operator, and they had wanted that particular name because a couple of months ago they had bought a network of online betting sites that were all already up and running called VIP Management Services, and they had paid $42 million for that company, so they really wanted the VIP name oh, yeah. and um, went out there and put down a package that was worth the $1.4 million you mentioned earlier. Um, that one was structured in a slightly different way. Generally, the sales that we report are straight cash deals. 
a lot of the really high-end deals, as you know, because you've put together a lot of these, there are multiple components. There can be cash and stock, some delivered now, some later. And that's exactly how this was set up. They put $600,000 down. Uh, the buyer already received that. They gave them a block of stock worth 400000 now. Um, what we don't know is whether or not they could the um, – uh, a seller could take that stock and liquidate it at this point, usually so as not to throw uh, they're you know, probably traded, to right? the market. There could be a time, you know, a time frame where they have to hold it. And then there'll be one more year before the rest of the stock is delivered. That's another 400000 uh, which would be one year from now bringing the total package up to about $1.4. Exactly how much that stock's going to be worth remains to be seen, though. Right, right. And they're a publicly traded company, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's still, you know, um, there you got a, of course, VIP is not only a three-letter domain name, but something we're all common, you know, uh, it's a common uh, term used uh, for very special treatment. So, uh, it's, um, it's um, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a good name at a good price, that's for sure. It is. It's a great, it's a great name, and uh, I think as you know, as time goes on, this purchase and similar ones, where you know, it always opens people's eyes and and stuns them a little bit. But I think over over time, most of these purchases have proven to be uh, very wise investments. The the one of the two highest cash buys this year was Property. dot com um, that Rick Schwartz bought, and Rick has already told me that he's only had that a few weeks, and he's already had an offer for twenty five percent more than he paid for it. Yeah, just a few weeks back. Oh, wow. So, you know, when he bought it, there was some argument about, gee, was that a good buy or not a good buy? And uh, that question got answered pretty quickly. Right. And, and it was a great buy for him because uh, he owns the other side of that domain name, the singular version. So uh, um, when you cover yourself like that, um, it it exponentially raised the value of both names, both individually and as a group. That's right. In my opinion. Um, so what, how about some of the other sales that uh, that came out over the last couple of weeks that are of note? Well, I think the thing that has really been impressive is uh, not just the dollar amounts of these domains, which has been very high, everything in our top ten and even uh, under the top ten, or many, many five-figure domains at least. But to me, the, the more important thing and the more impressive thing is the breadth of the market. We're seeing so many different sectors uh, and extensions that are breaking out. Uh, country codes are doing extremely well. We, we've, you know, we've always seen good sales in .de and .co.uk, and we did see that again this week, but we had another Swedish domain, sms.se, which is the Swedish extension that went for over 16000 and we've had a lot of those this year, Swedish yeah. domains in the uh, five-figure range. And we're even seeing country codes over the last two weeks. I've seen them from Poland and Hungary up in the like mid four figure range. Um, and the new extensions, we're seeing a lot of growth. One of the biggest deals of the week uh, was business.us. The exact price of that domain was under a non-disclosure agreement, uh, agreement rather. But um, from talking to a number of people, my best guess is that that fell right between about fifty thousand and seventy-five thousand dollars, which yeah, is very great. high for what we've seen uh, from .us. And there's another major .us sale that uh, will be announced. We'll be announcing it next week. It's already been paid for. I've been asked to not put the details out until the transfer has been made. But but uh, another great one right on the heels of business.us. Something that might surprise people when we talk about the new extensions, which are U.S., Info, and Biz, is that .us has had the most high-dollar sales out of that group this year. 
Info has had the most quantity of sales, and in fact, um, they had a number of really nice ones again this week. And Cedo told us they had three more that were above 4,500 that due to NDAs they couldn't disclose. So, you know, things just seem to be popping at every level. As long as it's a good, strong term and in a decent extension, it's it's proving to be um, a hot ticket on the market. Yeah, definitely. As a matter of fact, uh, we're launching uh, a bunch of country codes this week to offer. For new registrations, um, um, I know it took us a little while, but uh, the, we're seeing a huge um, um, interest from our customer base on wanting to cover themselves internationally and uh, see how the market's growing. And now, finally, are making the step to, to at least cover themselves and even provide uh, you know similar sites of what they have in the on the dot com space onto their country code um, spaces. So. Uh, this verifies again what's going on in the uh, in the aftermarket a little bit on the country code side, and I think it's going to continue to 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 explode. And with new registrations to come now in .dot you had asked you about this last time. You're going to be involved with that as well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, we're one of the one of the uh, approved registrars for that. Uh, we're going to be launching uh, .eu and um, um, actually working uh, on .dot travel and .dot jobs uh, as well. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll have those up. Those are very special, you know, sponsored uh, domains. Not everybody will get to register those too, but uh, the .dot eu names, um, um, you'll definitely be able to do business, and a lot of people are excited about it. What? Uh, when would uh, someone be able to go on? moniker and um, put in a request or an actual registration for a .eu? Uh, within the next two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Coming right up then. Yep, coming right up. So we'll be able to do that as well. That's right. I understand that you're going to be on a, a panel or two at the Traffic East Conference as well, um, and that's coming up in uh, mid-October. Give us a little insight on uh, on the panels that you're going to be participating on, and uh, you know what you're going to be sharing with uh, with the audience. I'll be on a couple. The um, the uh, conference runs the 18th through the uh, 22nd, I believe, are the dates. And the first one that I'm on is going to be on uh, Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Um, that particular seminar is going to cover sales trends, some of what we're talking about now. We'll go a little bit more in-depth on that, um, what classes of domains have been going up. We'll talk a lot about the various extensions, you know, .com as well as all the alternates, what's happening with those. And the following day on Friday um, at 11 a.m., I'll be part of a seminar that CEDO is doing, um, and my particular role in that seminar will be to talk about a lot of the tools that are available to you to identify domains that have um, a very good chance to sell, to identify marketable domains. And there are about 10 tools that really um, anyone can access on the Internet at no charge. And if you run a name through those various tools, you can get a much better idea of what your chances are with it. Right, right. It's kind of like, a, you know, kind of like our appraisal uh, evaluators and domain names as well, I guess. Right, exactly. Traffic is going to be really exciting because there it was such a great show last year. This time around, uh, I understand it's going to be double the size of what we had last year, and that that's a little bit um, yeah, kind of like hard to imagine because it seemed there like there and, I'm actually on three panels going on. This is going to be great. Yeah, I'm actually on three panels there uh, this year, and we're going to be doing a live domain auction with a real live auctioneer. So it'll be the first time in history that domain names will actually sell on the floor with a with an auctioneer and. and an open bidding forum uh, with everybody in the room should be kind of exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm inviting CDU be... and uh, Afternoon to participate and uh, submit some names for that, and um, it should be a lot of fun. That's going to be great. I think you were going to do that Friday night? 
It's going to be Friday at 2 o'clock, I think, Friday in the afternoon okay. is when it's slated for. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. What else? Uh, you seeing anything else uh, trending um, any certain way? I mean, I, uh, obviously the domain names are really kick, kicking uh, in terms of the sales. Uh, um, how about anything? Oh, well, I, I guess uh, you spoke to the folks at uh, Business 2.0. There's yeah, going to be, be an interesting in article fact, about and the domain. I had uh, mentioned that to you. With everything that we've seen happening in the domain market, the big uptrend that we've, we've in, almost two years into now, a lot of mainstream media are picking up on what's going on here. Uh, business 2.0, most people are familiar with. It's a, it's a slick, high-tech, very high-quality business magazine based in San Francisco. And um, their editor, Paul Sloan, had called me a couple of weeks back, and he had caught wind of this revival in the domain market, and he told me he wanted to do a little, just a little item, probably a sidebar uh, for an upcoming issue, and he didn't really know anything at all about domain, so we started kicking it around, and, and the more I told him about the industry, the more fascinated he got with what was going on, and that it had that an industry of this size had flown under the radar for so long. Yeah. So as we talked to it, I pointed him to, to some other people. I know you spoke with him for more than an hour one day, and he's just like, um, you know, he's as excited about this story as anything that he's done. He's, it has now grown into something he intends to be a major feature, so he's coming down to traffic to talk to, uh, you know, talk to more people, learn more about the industry, and, and I think this will be a great piece that will come out about the business um, probably, I would assume, around December. They have quite a long lead time on major magazine stories like that. Yeah, yeah, he said December, which is, the, you know, like the holiday edition, so it's going to be a it's going to be great for the domain business uh, to, you know, to, to finally um, put us up on a little bit of a, spe- a pedestal and uh, verify that we're not all crazy. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> it'll be good for us. We've got a few crazy people, at least people think we are, but in the long run, again, and when you look back, I know they weren't so crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, and I, I did spend an hour with uh, with him and uh, really educated him about, uh, you know, how things got started and how we got started, and uh, he was really intrigued, and I sent him to three or four more people as well, and I know you sent him to a bunch of places, So, uh, and I think he'll get, uh, he'll get a little shock uh, Good shock from uh, being at traffic and being in, in the mix of 300 domainers and watch what's going on and with Google and Yahoo and uh, and you know domain sponsor and us and uh, you know all the companies that are going to be there um, you know uh, focusing their attention on on the domain industry for uh, three four days it's going to be pretty uh, pretty enlightening for them. And I think he'll do a good job. This industry is really difficult for a mainstream reporter to get a, a grip on. You know, they have a hard time understanding how it all works. But uh, he seems to be so meticulous about getting it right. And, uh, you know, and I could see I could see things were starting to click with him, and, and like light bulbs going off. He goes, oh, I see. I understand this. And then he just thought it was, you know, the most amazing thing he'd ever heard about. Yeah, I, I learned today from the first time, because he's been corresponding with me back and forth on email, that uh, um, he's, he's, the, he's the easy editor at large, and he's there, and he's uh, he writes uh, articles, so that's why he's he's covering both sides on this one because he's really excited about it. Right? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's great, Ron. I really appreciate the update, and um, um, I guess we'll be talking to you in a few weeks, also, just to get another update on sales and then uh, position everything for the upcoming conference. Um, have you heard uh, the folks from um, uh, the the other domain conference for? Um, 
uh, the gathering uh, is going to be occurring uh, over the next year as well. A roundtable? Yeah, the domain roundtable. Yeah, last I spoke with Jothan there, they uh, were planning to go again in May of 2006. Um, I don't know if they set the exact date yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll be very close to the um, the dates that they ran last year. So um, I have heard nothing other than that. They had a successful conference, so I'm sure they're still on a go for that. Right, right. And uh, there's some other upcoming conferences that aren't specifically to domain names, but we're going to be featured uh, either as a you know as either uh, talking or speaking or um, um, providing um, uh, some kind of information. And you know, Webmaster World's coming up in. Uh, in uh, November, and we're going to AdTech and uh, and having a booth there, and I'm on a couple panels at uh, some of those shows as well. And um, so a lot of people are very, getting very interested in, you know, protecting online identities and the value of domain names and, and how one goes about, uh, you know, praising them and so on and so forth. I had two, you know, getting back to the, the high-profile sales, I had two escrow applications uh, come in today into the moniker.com site, one for 500000 and one for $700,000 for domain. So, Things are really going good. There is a lot of cross-pollination going on, and I've, I've especially noticed that this year um, with a lot of guys who have large portfolios looking for ways to – they haven't done a lot of development or search engine optimization, but they're looking for ways to do at least some uh, minimal development, maybe do micro-sites with their domains. I'm getting interested in that myself a lot because um, one of the PPC services this summer incorporated SEO into their program, and, and it worked for a short while, but they produced too much duplicate content, and a lot of those pages got delisted. But it was hot enough for a period of time that it really opened uh, my eyes to what search engine optimization, even on a minimal, minimally developed site, can do for traffic for domains that had none at all uh, before. So I'm Yo, looking definitely. at maybe doing some five, six-page sites. Uh, and there are some new tools out there, some software and some other things that really shave the time off where you can knock out a decent-looking site in a day now and, and get it up there, get it in the engines, and maybe produce a little more money from it than a PPC page without having to put all the work into it that goes into a fully developed site where you're selling actual goods and services. Oh, definitely. As a matter of fact, my guest next week week is uh, just one of those companies um, that, uh, that, we're, that you just mentioned, uh, which um, uh, basically owns about 28,000 domain names, and they're actually right around the corner from us. I didn't even know it. Um, it's called SWI Digital. Mm-hmm. They own 28,000 domain names uh, in, in various segments, primarily um, legal, medical, um, you know, professional, professional segments, mm-hmm. and they build every single one of the websites out, SEO it, you know, SEO build with content. Um, very deep sites. Uh, the average site has 10,000 pages, actually. So they're huge sites. Wow. And then what they do is their marketing strategy is that they go um, to, you know, lawyers and, and physicians, and they sell the, the, the brand advertisement, you know, the banner advertisement for that particular domain name. So let's say it's alabamaaccidents.com. Right. They would go to an Alabama <clears throat> accident attorney and have his banner float there, and then they get the leads from the site, and uh, they don't sell them the leads. It's because they're paying for a you know a monthly advertising um, place on there, and they're doing very very well. And it's updated um, you know on a weekly basis by uh, you know with new content, all SEO'd um, so that it's uh, working right. And their sites are getting great ranking, and and the business model is phenomenal. I have to hear that show. That's exactly yeah, the uh, sort of thing that I'm interested in learning more about. Yeah, he, he started acquiring domain names back in 1996, just like me, and uh, has a great history and uh, has some great quality domain names that are very geo-targeted. And you know, people thought he was crazy as well, and 
and uh, here he is. He's building out a hell of a model, and he's getting a lot of interest, and uh, and they're making great money, and he's got a great operation, and 67 people working for him, and and uh, and and the people love him. He's got testimonials, like thousands of them, around his office from his clients that they just love being part of his network. So he's going to be a great guest. I think it's going to teach a lot of the listeners a lot. I like his model, too, where he is going to sell an ad directly. So many um, guys who've owned domains, who've dabbled in things like affiliate programs, have come away not really happy with that because you don't have, uh, you don't really know if you're getting credited for all the traffic that you're sending to an affiliate. And they're just like endless stories of people who feel like they've been shortchanged. So what this guy is doing is, is putting them up there, selling them, not having to work about that. Right. And I like right. that idea a lot. Right. Yeah, so it's going to be a great show next week. So everybody who's listening, listen next week because it's going to be a great show. Well, Ron, I really appreciate the time uh, that you took tonight. And uh, as always, you've been a pleasure. And um, everybody that wants to get caught up on what's going on in the domain industry, go to dnjournal.com. Um, it, is the, it is the main rag in our, in our business. And, uh, and a lot of domain name sales are being reported there and a lot of great featured articles uh, for um, the people in our business. Well, I appreciate you having me as always, and really looking forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks in Delray Beach. Yeah, me too. All right, take care, Ron. Thank you. All right, well, just a reminder, if, uh, again, if uh, uh, please tune in next week. We're going to have a really great uh, a great show next week with the SWI Digital Guys, um, uh, the founder and the CEO of that organization, and uh, uh, I, I'm sure people will learn a lot from listening to him. He's a, he's a down-to-earth, uh, uh, tell-it-how-it-is kind of CEO and really build a hell of a business. Uh, and uh, so it should be interesting. And uh, speaking of traffic, um, East and the conference will be broadcasting live from that event, uh, both on Wednesday and probably on another day um, that's yet to be determined, but I'll certainly uh, update everybody on the air and also in the forums to let people know. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of on-site interviews. I'm going to have uh, the studio brought over, uh, a little portable studio brought over so we can cover a lot of the events and uh, get a lot of interviews with the domainers in, uh, at the show. And so uh, it should be really, really cool, and uh, it'll be the first time uh, that I'll be doing that, you know, live at that event. And so I'm pretty excited about it. So uh, join me next week on uh, Domain Masters. And uh, until then, have a great week and uh, be the master of your domain. Take Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat mother of three, and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.